Hello everybody, welcome to the next episode of Yala, but... which is a weekly podcast uh, involving Terence and I from Ministry of Funny, where we talk about the most important issues on our minds for the past week. It could be international, it could be Singaporean, it could be something within our office, but it's been on our, on our minds for the past week. And what is it this week that we're going to be talking about? So the first thing, the first serious thing we're going to be talking about is um, the whole Tosh Chang slash Ping Dot controversy. So to, to give a, a, a brief summary and correct me if I'm wrong, Terence, um, Tosh Chang was unveiled as one of the four ambassadors for the Ping Dot 2019. And a few days after he was unveiled, there was uh, someone uh, by the name of Sarah Yip who posted screenshots of tweets that he had done back between 2010 and 2013 that were homophobic. Clearly, homophobic in nature. Very, very... I think even beyond homophobic, it's so... It's like bro. Bro yeah, level. Basic it was, bro level. It was that kind of like... Yeah, it's almost like... I, I mean, I, looking at those tweets, I can't believe he tweeted that, tweeted that. But, I mean, we also didn't grow up in the whole tweet your life generation. So to see him post that, it was almost like... True. His, train of thought was just shitting stuff out. La. True. Uh, so then he addressed it um, and there was a lot of drama, a lot of back and forth by various people from the various communities, some in support of him saying, you know, he has definitely grown, some against him saying that, you know, once you've done this, you're always, you're always this kind of person. But it all culminated in him stepping down as ambassador, I think over the weekend or something, Saturday, yeah. Friday? Yeah. Yeah. So, so now there's a whole big debate on how that happened. I mean, why that happened, and what what happens from from here on. Uh, so, of course, yeah. there's been a lot of a lot of different sides of the debate, and we're just trying to wrap our heads around it as well. When you say debate, you mean I mean uh, to clarify, there were people who were saying that the decision to step down was unnecessary, right? Yeah. And then there are also those people who are saying um, he should step down. Were there yeah. people saying? No, I that? think I think not only there's people who are saying that. He shouldn't step down. There are people who are saying he, it's right that he stepped down. It's some people who say he should reconsider being appointed as Ping Dot Ambassador again. Mm. Um, and, and just the various pros and cons to each. La. So, uh, well, it's just one of those things that's so complicated and has... Uh, so, a, a term that I came across was cis-hetero. Yes, cis-hetero. Yeah. Cis, cis-hetero. Cis means like what? Like a norm? You have a definite... Wait. Gender or oh, definite gender. So cisgender, your cis normative, or I've seen yeah. words like that thrown around. Yeah. So I mean, to anyone who's listening, who and if you are getting this totally wrong, please understand that we're not saying this maliciously or something. Yeah. We are trying to understand and grapple with the whole with the various terms that are out there. But from what I understand, and you as well, both of us are cis hetero males la. We're cis privileged. Uh. Is that you are? Word? You are because you're Chinese. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, okay. of course. What? But it depends on which part of the world you are. You are at, right? Yeah, and I mean to clarify, both of us also have very strong feelings about the use privilege and how it it does a it doesn't do the best job explaining the context of what the supposed privilege means la. Yeah, but I mean, uh, what do you think of Tosh's video where he looked at I mean, the. Basically, he filmed himself on his phone camera. Yeah. And it, it started off just as like, uh, looked like a typical confessions video. But somehow later, it evolved into him just crying on camera, like bawling yeah. away. Which is weird. Okay, so I mean, I do think that he should have known, first of all, that he has made those tweets in the past. And he's probably one of those people who have made thousands of tweets. Like whenever I click on someone's profile and I see this person made 11,000 tweets, I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? Yeah. So he probably did that. But still, if you're becoming an ambassador for a cause, first of all, you have the responsibility that comes with it. And especially for an issue that is as polarizing as LGBT, 
uh, Q writes, right? You need to understand, you need to do your due diligence and realize that. Not to say that you are the same person you were six or seven years ago, but realize that the optics of having these sort of tweets out there could could screw things over. La. So, I I mean, I, 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 I give him the benefit of the doubt that he's no longer that same person he was. Hmm. But that video, right? Wow, I just saw it. I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah. Because, okay, let's say if, if someone was being interviewed in a long interview and that person breaks down during the interview, then to me, it's like, okay, la, it, it's, it's happened chance. You know, it just, it just happened and he couldn't hold his emotions in. But this is a video that's about a minute and 30 seconds long. So it's such a conscious thing to record himself crying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, it was, yeah, when I see stuff like that, you inevitably ask yourself, is this guy for real? Or is yeah. he just acting, right? Because, like, yeah, if you're really crying, maybe stop the video, go, like, get a drink and compose yourself again. Because is this whole issue really about you and how you're feeling? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the comments, I saw people showing, you know, words of support. And okay, granted, the past few days probably have been very tough on him. And of course, as with all things that go online, you get people shitting on you, giving you death threats, which yeah, like, can be overwhelming like, for anyone. But, so, then, but then again, okay, but, but here's playing devil's advocate here. Yeah. But then again, uh, I mean, we've never been in that, his kind of position of as a public figure, right? Personality. Yeah. He is... After all, if you think about OGs and YouTube and and subsequently influencer who, OG OG influencers who subsequently became mainstream mm. movie stars and everything, there only that few people, right? Like maybe him, Noah Yap, and uh, maybe Dikosh, maybe yeah. So but Dikosh also not so much in the movie feature film aspect. Yeah, maybe Hirzi. Yeah. But Hirzi mm. was not one of the OG YouTubers. Either. He was. Oh, he was. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, he, was, he was. He was. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Shout out to Hirzi. <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean to didn't mean to erase three years of history there. But but yeah. yeah. So he has a level of uh he's he's a very he's a known personality. So yeah. maybe the level of vitriol or, or hate that he experienced was unlike anything anyone has ever gone through in Singapore. Yeah. Like like the Gojek girl. And you compare him and the Gojek yeah. girl, who who but, got it worse? I know, but but that that's the thing, right? Like like I mean there's so many th- ways to look at it and I do think him stepping down was not the best thing to do. Uh, granted, I've never been in that situation. But yeah. wait, wait, wait. We, we got to state that Harish also isn't just a nobody. La. I think... Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? I didn't want to say myself just now, but... I saw his face like twitching when I was saying, yeah, no, you know, we have an issue. No, yeah. But yeah, so in that position, okay, you just imagine yourself, but with his number of followers on uh, social media. Yeah. And every other day you're receiving, or not every other, every other minute you're receiving some hateful DM or something. Yeah. Who wants to kill your mother or burn your children. Yeah. How do you, how would you feel I about mean, that? I mean, and that's something I have been thinking about. So, well, what I didn't like was by him putting that video, which again, was a very conscious thing. It's almost like he wanted to see people, wanted people to see him cry. Yeah. Which, I mean, which might be true sentiments. I'm not taking that away from him because he really looked like he was broken. But, but the, op- like what that kind of conveys, right, is that again, you're making it about you. I yeah. think, I think, and this is definitely easier said than done. I think in his position, the best thing you would have done is just be like, okay, you know what? I fucked up and work with the community, work with the organizers to see what, what good can come out of this. Yeah. Because now, now if you think about it, he's stepping down, right? Like who's, who's and he, he's taking a break from social media. So what does that mean? Then, then think about the people that behind Ping Dot, which already yeah. is an organization that's facing shit on so many fronts unjustifiably and now here's another thing that they have to deal with not only the how it looks and now 
but he by him putting a video of him crying, it almost seems like the aggressors, the people who made him cry, is the LGBTQ yeah, community. Which is what the hell they are they, it's 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 unfair to them, like especially because this is something that's supposed to help them progress and help them get more more of the rights that they deserve. Like. But yeah. then now they are tasked with wiping up the shit again. Are they gonna have to find an ambassador replacement? Are they gonna have to how how are they going to manage this like which yes, to clarify I think it's not easy right to find an ambassador to do the PR you know yeah. to take the pictures to put him out there because we we know because we've done some PR work for uh, productions that we've been involved in and yeah. it's it's actually a lot of people behind the scenes uh, talking to newspaper reporters you know yeah, talking to regional people exactly even even as as the things like the, the pictures that they've taken yeah. you know getting the other ambassadors down for a shoot to get it properly graded, color corrected and posted and probably there, there are going to be posters out because I know last year or the year before Sydney yeah, yeah, the big posters, posters Nathan, yeah. Nathan so all these things are planned and for him if it's, it is it is the fact which I mean all, all, all info points towards that that he did extricate himself on his own without even consulting Ping Dot that's kind of like wow Laos so, what if uh, what if all this was part of a prank a social experiment to see how cis hetero people like ourselves would react. Then I think it's a fucked up prank. <laughs> if if they if, if it really comes to that like, wow, this is too much man, like like that that I'm not even considering that possibility. Because it's just one of those things that Yeah, they should behind the it's scenes like Mirror. the moment he cut that he's like Bruh! It's an episode of Black Mirror we're talking yeah. about. Right I mean now. someone else also did a social experiment that involved crying in front of a camera. Right? Remember oh, yeah, last year? Yeah yeah that's right, that's right. Yeah. You're talking about Dikosh, Dikosh when yeah. he faked the the BTS fans hunting him down on social yeah, media. Yeah, which I also felt that was not the best social experiment to get the message across. So, because so I mean, uh, but just just talking about Tosh, right? Like, yeah. Um, do you see the parallel between what Kevin Hart and the Oscars were with what Tosh is doing now? And yeah, not definitely. But the thing about so, uh, yeah. So so what happened with Kevin Hart? It was also some was it homophobic tweets? It was yeah, right? it was homophobic. Homophobic, yeah. homophobic tweets. That so that someone uh, surfaced and from years ago and in the end he had to step down as a host of Oscars la. So initially I was thinking, eh, but he stepped down. In fact, hearing him explain why he stepped down, I thought it made sense. But now with Tosh, it it doesn't make any sense. So what it has come down to me for 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 me is the fact that Kevin Hart was going to be the host of the Oscars, yeah, which is already an event for the fucking Uber celebs, Ubers, uh, like the the people who already have enough attention and have all yeah. the access to whatever they want. La. So by him extricating it or him kind of uh, having that whole thing, to me, it was less of an issue. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, he had homophobic tweets and he's the ambassador for a movement that's supposed to curb out and and, and, and like kill off homophobia. La. Yeah. So that yeah. was where it was like a direct uh, uh, contradiction. La. But, but I'm going to like press a little deeper. Yeah. So you were just saying earlier that you thought, I mean, Tosh has like 11,000 tweets, right? You're saying? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, can, I can check oh, now. Yeah, you can carry on talking. Cause, cause, yeah. yeah, how many tweets does it have to be for you to forget that you used to tweet stuff like that? Uh? Like, he has 28,100 <laughs> tweets. Oh yeah, it could, it could be completely that he just completely forgot. Holy shit. Could it be that he just completely forgot? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. this. Because I'm trying to I think, okay, sure. Okay, have I ever said anything that, you know, in today's light, if it was published and 
back then and, and viewed today? Would it be seen as bad? Yeah, I said, yeah, hell a lot yeah. of things I said and, and yeah. did. It's just that, yeah, we didn't have Twitter back then uh, when I was doing that. And also, I mean, one thing that I think is undeniable is that as, as times have changed over the past few decades, certain things that would have been, not say normal to say, but not as taboo to say years ago yeah. is a total no-no now. Yeah. Right. So, so that's where, I mean, I can remember certain things I've said in the past that hurt people, but if it was something that which at that point in time was okay, but now is horrible, yeah, it, it would be something to that I could be like, oh shit. I mean, totally back, when, I think when we were in school, the use of the word gay was totally like, uh, it was thrown around like a derogatory insult yeah. to people you didn't like, especially in the boys' school, right? It yeah. was freaking horrible. Like, guys would just say all sorts of things to each other yeah. just to rile each other. Of course, there are some like, you know, some who, 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 you know, looked at it as harmless fun, but definitely there were people who were affected by stuff that was said to them in their youth. Yeah. So then, so then if, if, if assuming everyone has skeletons in their closet, what would be the, 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 the to-do list, the instructions for anyone who's going to be an ambassador for a cause going forward? To really come out and say, you know what? I probably did fuck up in the past. I'm a totally different person now. Here's why I'm different. To kind of clarify, cannot be also, right? Actually, that'll be a good approach, right? Because I mean, like what you like what you were saying about Kevin Hart. I also was of the thought, oh, Kevin Hart, oh my God, sell out. I can't stand him. Why is he hosting Oscars? Oh, haha, he got caught doing saying stupid shit. But then after listening to his explanation on Joe Rogan's podcast, I felt okay. At least this guy, you know, he tried, and he felt that he as try as he might, that whole shit storm wasn't going away. So yeah. he, just, he decided, okay, I don't need the shit storm in my life and neither does the Oscars need that shit storm. So he just walked away from and it. And he really did try, right? Yeah, he tried. He He's, apologized. He, exactly, he, came he out was on talk things, shows yeah. and, and he came out and apologized. Yeah. Which is, again, is something Tosh didn't do. Uh, supposedly, I mean, okay, he, didn't he, do. Did, he did tell his managers that he mm-hmm. wanted to speak to Ping Dot or something like that, but they didn't set that up in time. Uh. So, so there, there might have been an ensuing shit storm. But the other thing I wanted to say also is that uh, I remember the first time that we had a viral video or, you know, Ministry of Funny where we had our first viral video which was about school uniforms, pickup yeah. and all that. Then I remember seeing, I was just sitting in my bathroom or something watching, look, reading the comments and that was the first time I was seeing a video go viral. And then I saw something like, I know where you live, I know who you are, I'm coming to get you or something like that, typed uh. in all caps, like those madmen kind of uh. things. And that was one of the comments. And I remember this I actually there was a like a, a chill that ran down my spine when I saw that. Uh. Uh-huh. Of course, today you tell me, if I see that thing again, I'll just laugh because it's like uh, you know who cares. But when you're experiencing it for first time on social media, it can be quite scary, quite quite uh, uh, quite disturbing. Uh, that when you receive a threat, whether it's over DMs or comments on social media, mm. so not trying to downplay whatever Tosh is experiencing either. Maybe the amount of hate he's getting is really at a level that he can't deal with it. And, and, and you know, if you're having those chills going down your spine every other minute, it's also not a nice thing. Uh. I can yeah. imagine, yeah, you could break down, you could have a depressive episode, whatever. So, I mean, because everything we're saying here is from a very high logical, a high, high level logical standpoint. Yeah. But just him as a person, I mean, I hope he's doing okay and he's surrounded yeah. by people who are not, you know, giving him more shit or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's maybe a scenario that I could see. Oh, he that's why he did what he did, what he did, lah. In the sense that he didn't want to wait for having to the managers meet and all that. Because honestly, 
sometimes to the managers also they maybe they were like oh you know it's such a small issue why bother because yeah. I remember when we had a podcast with Fakafaz last year yeah. he also talked about how he was getting death threats from ah, yes, Malaysians yes, yes. Right. Uh, and it was very unsettling like. and he's and he's the comedian he's the guy who gives as much as he gets right yeah. so, and, and yeah, he I, felt disturbed yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so yeah so maybe that that is a point that it's it's harder to to I mean it's very easy to say if you haven't been in that position like, which I guess kind of echoes the whole thing about uh, supporting LGBTQ rights, especially if you're a cis-hetero person. Like. We have yeah. no idea what sort of discrimination they face. Yeah. Right? So so that's where, I guess, for Tosh, well, it's, it's just one of those things that, that in hindsight, there's a lot of things that maybe he could have done better. But yeah, I get what you're saying by going through that at that point in time. Yeah, it can be a bit overwhelming. So that's why. So, yeah. so what... what, what, what what like just now you're asking me what is what I would have done in that position of course it, it you really need to uh, one option is to really yeah just just work with the community I guess and kind of kind of make it like okay going back to the video he posted about him crying yep. that's where I felt it was really putting the focus on him and how he has been hurt and yeah. destroyed la. Yeah. and yeah when I saw that I was just like mm, is that really the best thing to have done because I'm a, I hope that I mean I don't know whether he was really uh, like siloed uh, isolated and going through all his thoughts on his own which yeah like, it's not it's not the best thing to do when you're so down yeah which seems like the case if Maybe. If, if that's what's happening between his manager and the Ping Dot committee and everything because it seems like there's no communication going on directly between Ping Dot and I mean a little bit yeah. between Ping Dot and himself but it's kind of it's, it's it's kind of stranger that that whole thing went down like that. I mean, Pink Dot was also quite proactive in putting out statements, right? When yeah. when the tweets were first surfaced, they did proactively put out a statement. When Tosh stepped down, they 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 seemed to like have been take, have been sh- as shocked as everyone else that he stepped down. But before he stepped down, remember they released a statement saying as well that they they abhor the yeah, yeah, the, correct, the, the, the maybe. I mean, it was I wouldn't say it was bad or anything, but it was very strong language, la, Yeah. Like, Basically saying they don't condone any of this, yeah, and, and disavowing his tweets from before, and they said they'll be in touch with him. Maybe, maybe he saw he or his his team around him or what saw that as like, hey, why why aren't you guys standing behind me? You know why? What, what, but, what's the big deal? But feels like that's something that you would want to talk to them about, right? Especially these people. I'm assuming to become an ambassador is not just they call you, hey, want to be ambassador? Yeah, sure. It was probably. Uh, more than one discussion, more than one meeting, um, to to kind of hash things out, la. So there, 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 there would have been a rapport that has been built up already, la, Right? Yeah, that's right. what I'm assuming. But it, the fact that yeah, the that there wasn't direct communication between between them and that decision step down. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's them weird because I mean Tosh is not someone new to showbiz. It's His managers that. are definitely not people new to showbiz. He's represented by Fly, right? Yeah, managed by Fly Entertainment. Fly Entertainment. Yeah. They're not. They're not new. Maybe they are new to controversies like this, or, or this is another, PR disasters like yeah. this. I heard the, the moment I saw this, yeah, that's why I I I sent it to you straight away, saying that this is like Kevin Hart and the Oscars, uh, Yeah, man. It's really like or James Gunn and 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 what's that show? Guardians of, Guardians of, the, Galaxy. of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, James Gunn. So he was that homophobic tweets. Also? He also had like uh hateful homophobic. I don't know whether they were racist or anything, but. Basically, tweets from 2010 or so. Yeah. And they got pulled out and then he got, uh, take, he, he got the, he was the director of Guardians of the Galaxy and he was supposed to do the 
third Guardians of the Galaxy movie, mm. but Disney stripped that from him. Then a few months later, he was announced as the Suicide Squad director. But then know. he got reinstated as Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. Yeah, then he right? got reinstated. Cause, so people realized, that, yeah, there was an overreaction in terms of wanting to vilify him for his his early tweets. Uh. So yeah. I, I think people these days are getting a little bit more worried about this whole cancel culture. The moment you don't like something from someone's past, we should deplatform him, you know, take him take away all his rights to say stuff and, and do stuff. So yeah, there there is this probably this lingering fear that, that Tosh might have had. That's why maybe he wanted to get away from it. But do you think if he if he did say, you know, okay, uh, to the people of the LGBTQ plus community, tell I mean kind of okay, behind closed doors, like what should we do and work with them to kind of clarify that he yeah. is a changed person. Do you think that would appease everyone? I I think he did to some extent in the in a comment to that original post from Sarah Yip, yep, yeah. posted. And he, he responded he to her as well. He had, right? And yeah. he addressed it quite thoroughly, quite well. Yeah. The moment that I read his response, I was like, okay, I think case closed already. Yeah. There's not, yeah. not any more. That's what this. I thought also. But yeah, then, then, then he, he came forward and stepped down. That was what I was surprised by, to be yeah. honest. That was what yeah. I mean, yeah, like like when I saw it, I was like, first of all, my initial thought was like, oh, why must this person Sarah pull up the post? But then after thinking about it a few days, I think even the way she worded it, I think it was quite like, okay, yeah, this yeah. happened in the past, we just need you to address it. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is a fair thing. Yeah. And yeah, like when I read his post, I was like, you know, I've, I've always thought it, Tosh was a, a he's mature, mature person. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's responded to things in the past. I think last time when there was that uh, group of young girls in Singapore who wanted to become a K-pop group uh, oh, yeah, and were getting right. shat on, he, he, he also spoke them. up yeah, yeah. about them. And yeah, and, and I've always respected him as someone who is willing to share his opinion. So when he gave that post, I thought, oh, that's actually quite articulate. And yeah, okay. I, I'm assuming that it'll be a bit ping-ponging, ping-ponging. But yeah, it should be something. It's a good opportunity to show a somewhat path to redemption. Yeah. And I don't mean this in a religious way or anything. But one thing that seems to be lacking now is that there's no way people can redeem themselves after they fuck up. Which is so ironic because you get this whole talk about uh, ex-cons reintegrating into society. And, and for them, serving like a 20-year prison sentence is like a redemption, a path to redemption that gives them back to normal status. Uh. But right now, in this day and age of the internet, right, someone fucks up, right? They're fucked because it'll never yeah. die. So when he posted that, I thought, okay, this this actually, uh, it, it's cool that, I mean, it's cool that he responded this way and hopefully there'll be some sort of open discussion showing that people can change. La. But then, what the fuck? It just dwindled into a piece of shit, man. Yeah. And and now I think, I think other... The other one, other ambassador has also weighed in and said yeah, that Subash Nai, Su, yeah, yeah, who has come forward and said that, yeah, Tosh shouldn't have, yeah, put the LGBTQ community in that in that yeah, position. Yeah, and, and I thought he articulated his his case quite well as well. Yeah. So, so to me, that ambassador has done a good job. Yeah. Um. And 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 hope. but but it also kind of shows to me that all is not well in that camp either. You know, like, it's kind of like if if you play in a team or something like that. If you're teammate fucks up like you you don't like go to a press conference after the game and say oh you know yeah it's because he fucked up that's why everything fucked I up I don't know whether there was any discussion between the two of them or something that's true they only just appeared for like events yeah, because together. The, on the flip side just looking at the comments on Tosh's wall I'm also like do I am I a horrible person for not wanting to post hey you know like I support this video of you crying and all that and stay strong like like and that's when you it's almost like yeah, like now anything you're it's divisive, like someone yeah. spots you or someone hates you. Yeah. 
And and that's where, like, just now I was asking the question, if let's say he did work with the community, came out and, like, did it in, in as articulate and eloquent a way as possible, there will still be people who will be pissed off. Yeah. And, I don't know, he might be pressured to to step down, of, of course, a lot less uh, jarringly. But, yeah, it feels like this day and age, if you fuck up once, you're fucked. Yeah. I really wish, like, Facebook or Instagram had an emoji that when you watch something and you don't feel good or bad, or that bad about it, you're still kind of... Neutral, eh? meh. Yeah, like eh? a meh emoji. Makes me feel kind of ambiguous about it. Yeah. <laughs> they should have an icon for that so that you just tap there like, meh. Yeah. You know? I think that actually is very sure. important. Yeah. Because yeah. now it's almost like you either want to... For us or against us. Yeah. yeah. And like you want to do something that really piss people off or make them happy. But sometimes I think people need to know also that whatever they're doing is like, meh. Yeah. Meh. Yeah, like I watched some of our older videos. Yeah, was like, like, meh. icon <laughs> he did a hundred times, man. Yeah, meh. Yeah. Meh would be my most used icon for yeah. sure. Yeah. Even this podcast, if you're feeling meh, right? Just yeah. type meh wherever you can in response to whatever post we make about this. Yeah. But one thing for sure, after this whole thing, I think Tosh is no longer an a boy anymore. He will have grown into a full man after this experience. I don't know, man. Maybe <laughs> he regressed from a man to an a boy. Uh. Oh, man. Oh, I don't know. The, that, bro, that bro humor that he displayed in the old tweets was very a boy, very a boyish to yeah. me. But, yeah, so, so I mean, there's a thing right now, like, I mean... Well, well, how how are supposed people? I mean, you can't expect people to be squeaky clean their whole life, lah, right? Yeah. If they're squeaky clean, probably there's there's some other deep seated issues that, yeah, that yeah. are lurking there. It's kind of like we always say those those people who couples who always post about how much they love each other. Yeah, fuck on that, Facebook. Man. More most likely, more likely than not, there's some shady shit going on. Yeah, I'll, and we've, I've 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 exp- I've expressed my my distaste for those kind of posts in a previous yeah. podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. For those of you who missed it, I hate those kind of posts. <laughs> Like all these, yeah. The, no, the, but your, yours is even beyond that. Yours is like even if like they they're posting about their babies, you hate it also. Okay, I wouldn't say I hate <laughs> it lah. I wouldn't say. You I say hate like it. go and die. I want to kill babies <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, 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 don't put words in my mouth. Uh. I'm just saying like okay, one picture of your baby is fine. We don't need the baby from three different angles because he looks the same mm-hmm. and he looks like every other baby of that ethnicity, not just a certain ethnicity. Yeah. Like I look at some of my cousins' babies also. I'm like I don't know who's who. Yeah. Until they, they develop a bit more. So it's almost like one baby photo, you update, okay, fine. But God, every day or every week, there's some baby photo. Now can you imagine so, yeah. if there's a meh button? Like you yeah, use man. that for all baby photos, it'll be like meh. No, but then it'll be better if there's a meh anonymous. Uh, like anonymous you just let them know it's meh, but they don't yeah. know you are the origin of the meh emoji. Because <laughs> no one wants to know who feels meh about their content, right? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah so, so now I'm just curious to see how this whole thing pans out. Now mm. it's almost like a shit show for Ping Dot to 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 scoop up and clean and, and clean up. Yeah. I really hope it doesn't derail the organize the event itself. Yeah, I mean, cause Ping Dot's, uh, I think it's a great initiative. Yeah, right? I've been there. Have you've been? You've yeah, been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's a great initiative, and they're all always very welcoming. Yeah. To even to privileged people like and and, and I read uh, an account by uh, someone called uh, Nora Lear. So mm. she's she's a member of the LGBT community and she actually had a very poignant response about what Ping Dot means to her. Mm. Um, uh, and and um, it, it was like uh, being in school, being a young 18-year-old person, the Ping Dot was one of the few safe spaces. Uh, and, oh. and being a cis-hetero male. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm Indian, but I wouldn't consider like Little India a safe space for Indians. Uh, mm. But, mm. but because, I mean the discrimination that people from the LGBTQ community face is on a whole other level. So having that sort of symbol, symbolic event, 
it is super important. And even going last year compared to the year before, it felt it was really gated. More, last year was the year where they said foreigners cannot the enter, right? year before last year, I think. The year before last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, it's just they're facing so many issues on so many fronts. So this whole thing is like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, now, now like anyone in the public space, yeah, you just have to be on 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 on, on your tippitos the whole time, lah. And go through all your old tweets, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. which which is also an, a cause for another concern because then, it's like, yeah, now there's more content than ever being generated by people. But if you you're not really being honest, I mean, not say honest, you're people are self censoring themselves for fear of whatever. That's also not a good thing. Yeah. Maybe there needs to be a statute of limitations for tweets. Uh. That means anything older than seven years old, you can say that that's completely someone else. I've outgrown that person. In, in internet years, that is like a freaking No, then there history. needs to be a test to prove that you're yeah, outgrown. Yeah, different, yeah, so maybe yeah. like every year, people need to take a test that tests their beliefs however subtly on all these issues like homophobia, racism and all that. And every yeah. year you take it and you have yeah, a score. Yeah. Then you can be like, yeah, last year... Two, two years ago, I got a 93 on the, on the homophobia, yeah. but this year I'm at a 17. Or even like, or even the tech companies themselves, they just say, oh, anything older than five years old, will, well, five years ago, we'll purge it. So you're, you're, you, they can't go back more than five years of, of what you are. Ah, yeah. that's interesting. So like, like, I mean, yeah, you can but, still dig it up, sure, but then, then they have to go and dig it up. Uh. But do, do, does any tech company do that aside from banks? And I all? don't think so, man. That's why they no, say... No, because data is the tech company's fuel. Right? Yeah, yeah. So they can, they can keep their oh, data keep internally. But don't, don't, don't let it out there. Because, yeah, I mean, nowadays it's so easy to just... Like, I just found out that if you just put likes after your username on you know, facebook.com slash username, yeah. and you slash likes, and you know everything that this person's liked. And it merely tells you what kind of person this is, really. Remember and, last time when... And like, it, it can paint a very different, I mean, picture of who you were versus, mm, like mm. I, like you like yeah. the Logan Paul page, right? Yeah, exactly, so do I. Yeah. yeah. And if someone were to yeah. see that. Vitali, like, Logan Paul, assholes yeah. like that. And remember yeah. that, uh, like one or two years ago, there was someone who had access to our MOF Instagram profile who was liking all these pictures of girls in bikinis. Oh yeah. I so, thought that was you. Hey. <laughs> uh, no lah. Oh, <laughs> that one is all on my personal Instagram. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, my but name. the MOF Instagram, like, yeah, like when you click on the likes, you can see what the people you follow have liked. Yeah, yeah. So for right. us, it was just a string of scantily clad women. Yeah. And you had to go and unlike those pictures. Yeah, oh, you had to go through the yeah, tough because, job of unliking a lot of bikini shots. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> like that, that, that is totally not, I mean, for me personally, the kind of uh, people I follow on Instagram are no longer influencers. Uh. I'm sick uh, of all this, like, oh, I'm in Greece. Let me take this photo. Yeah. Like I, the people I follow are people who, uh, like artists or like photographers or actually not so much photographers but artists uh, sculptures sculpt- what do you people call people who make sculptures sculptors sculptors really yeah, oh, scu- oh, yeah I guess that makes sense sculptors. so if, if you have friends who are not artists or sculptors yeah, get the like fuck off your Instagram no but then I just unfollow them I just unfollow them no, like, I mean, the whole thing about social media, like, Tosh taking a break from social media, I think it's good for him. Mm. Uh, but again, one point that was uh, re- reiterated by a lot of members from the LGBT community were that, yeah, he can take a break and he can escape. Yeah. But what about the people who have to clean up the brunt yeah. Yeah, of, of, of what he said in the past, yeah. what he said now? They can't, like, you they know? Yeah. yeah. Well, if Tosh, yeah. if you're listening... Don't worry, all those hateful comments, they're not actually going to kind of hunt you down and kill you or anything yeah. like that. La. It's all bullshit. La. They're just yeah. saying it. And yeah, hope, hope, uh, I don't know, hope, yeah, like hope you're with people, hope you're, you're dealing with this well. It'd be awesome if he comes back with like a video announcing, I'm back. 
Wow, that would be a whole other. <laughs> wow, that would be. <laughs> John Snow gets revived. I think, I think whatever he does now, he, some he needs to talk to some people to kind of figure out what it would look like, lah. Because that's the thing about social media now, right? Yeah. You can do all you want, but if the end product portrays something unintended that is that is not that 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 has other repercussions, yeah. that's all that matters, right? Yeah. Shella. All the best for Tosh. Yeah. What was that? Some announcement going on. Oh well. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So so that was a a, a pretty pretty uh how you say not deep touchy serious, serious issue. Yeah, it is quite a serious issue. Yeah. Going on now in the community. Yeah. But but now to to jump on over to something a little more lighthearted yeah. that also concerns relationships. Yep. Uh we 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 caught wind of this not say app like this website, this new website in Singapore called maybe.sg. Mm. Where essentially what they offer is a chance to date people that you can select for a specific rate, uh, and it's not so much. Well, that, that, that's a bit confusing. Like they say, it's for dating, but it's also to meet new people and to just grab dinner with a bro or a buddy or something. Wait, to clarify, it's not an app, right? No, maybe it's not a, yet. Maybe not yet. From from what I've tried, it's I, I've tried it. It's a website basically Called, with listings uh, and pictures of. People, guys and girls that you can rent a date with, and everything is from sixty dollars to two hundred Singapore dollars for two hours. Is it two hours? Two, yeah, two, two hours. Two hours of that time. I mean, seriously, just go to maybe.sg. The website is looks horrible. Yeah. Uh, the tagline is "Rent a date, meet new pals. Never been easier." And like the the main image on the website is just a shit resolution image uh, with two people who seem like they're having fun. But yeah, then there's a carousel of guys and girls that you can go on a date for and their respective prices. Yeah. And then, yeah, so so it's weird. Like, uh, they are kind of pitching this as like, I don't know, uh, platonic, romantic. What is it? And then, of course, they also have rules which are kind of funny. So, so how is this different from a typical escort service? I mean, escort services, actually, I mean, all you are, uh, you're also renting someone's time. Yeah. Except in, in probably longer blocks, uh, like, I think like six hours ago. And they they are meant to be, uh, you know, very polished uh, and they know how to uh, entertain guests, you know. So so that's what you pay for when you get an escort. You're not paying for a one-night stand or, or sex or anything like that. But if that happens, it's outside of the contract of the escort. Actually, I don't know. Like I'm Googling escort services in Singapore now. And seems very skewed towards uh, sex. Oh, I mean, oh, definitely there's the element no, but of... Escort, of, does it automatically imply No, no, sex? That, that's no, the thing. Right? Escort, no, no. There's no... There's, in fact, they cannot... Escort services cannot operate if they yeah. advertise sex. But sometimes what you're saying is that informally it might be like, nah, if it happens, it happens. But yeah. outside of the formal agreement. Yeah, so, but the funny thing here is that this one, you're paying for two hours of their time and and you really do get to see the, what they look like immediately. La. It's not yeah. like escort services where I think a lot of them, they hide the faces of <laughs> yeah. the person. This one, you know what you're paying for and I'm looking at the guys list and there's like four guys. There's All of them, are, they range in different prices. The most expensive guy is Denson for $200 per date. I mean, he must be a real fun guy to hang out with for $200. <laughs> yeah, that's why. No, and I'm so I'm looking at the the FAQ for for maybe la. So what is maybe all about? We make dating and meetups simple yet more rewarding for everyone. I don't know what they see as a reward. 
grab a buddy to hang out with or simply have a meal together. Getting to know someone new is always exciting. So the rules, just be polite and respectful. There are apparently no hard rules. No forms of physical contact will be tolerated. Only a friendly handshake and nothing more than that. So I guess if like your date is about to walk onto oncoming traffic, can't yeah. touch her, can't touch, can't touch him. So you make a booking, prompts and a message, how do you make payment? I would just like to go to a cafe and get coffee. Is that fine? Yes, to- that's totally fine. Who pays during the date? You pay. Miscellaneous charges. I would like to cancel booking upon my date's arrival. Am I allowed to? Oh my God. It made within less than three hours, you'll be refunded. So just looking at a random escort website, I mean, the, the Q&As are pretty similar, man. Yeah. I think this is almost like uh, an influencer version of an escort service. Yeah, I mean, the, they said that it's modeled after a Korean service where you rent someone's time to be your tour guide around the city, which actually I see, hey, that's not a bad idea. And that I can see an actual benefit to renting a local person who's not bad looking, knows how to talk everything. You know, you rent that time for a couple of hours, they show you around and you actually yeah. see the city. But here I'm like, you're renting someone's time just to go on a date with you. Basically, you're paying to bypass all the chat chatting that you have to do for Tinder, right? Yeah. All the chatting and the meetups and all that. And you're going straight to a date. But where it goes from there is not up to you. But doesn't the doesn't that idea of having that you're paying for it already taint whatever date you're going on? Oh, but I think the paying thing, like I mean you look at the the there are there are people who I think paying for even emotional connections, yeah. there are enough stories around the world that make it seem like okay, well, What's the difference between paying for an emotional connection and a physical connection? No, yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm completely op- okay with people paying for it, but yeah, but if you, if you, what you're craving is, say, a real relationship from a date, right? Yeah, doesn't the idea that you already paid for, just for this person to want to come and see you, doesn't that already taint, taint it for you? Like it's not. The, the thrill of the chase or what I mean, is gone. Okay, if you think about it, if you think about it, like, okay, so that's where the escort service fulfills a gap, right? you know, like, mm. even the way they, they package it is like, you know, you've got an event to go to, yeah. you want one of our good-looking girls, a good-looking man to be, yeah. or to kind of bolster your image. Like. So for this, maybe if it's less about that whole looking good in front of people, maybe it's just getting comfortable talking to a good-looking guy or girl. So it's almost like you pay... Oh, sorry, rehearsal for a yeah. real life when you actually get to date yeah. someone. Because I remember when yeah. I went to JC <laughs> and I went to our boy school, like in secondary school, I went to JC, first time I saw a cute girl, I thought, oh, let me just go play hockey. You never talk to your bolster, man? Talk to your bolster at home. Yeah. No, but bolster different. <laughs> Make love to the bolster at home. <laughs> bolster, you don't need to talk. Man. You just go straight from zero to 100. Who, who says anything about talking? So maybe this case, I mean, granted, all of them are decent looking. Yeah. Some of them are good looking. Yeah. So maybe just the, the practice of sitting opposite this girl or guy who you think is cute and, you know, getting comfortable with it is almost like training. Uh. Yeah, this is like, I wonder if, what, what if you, you remember there were all these like jokes about or oh, renting a boyfriend or girlfriend for, yeah. for family events. Yeah. What if you, could, could you rent this person and then, Oh, just ha- happened to mention. Oh, by the way, I need to go and like attend a family event. So, so the uh, the, uh, the FAQs has a has a question <laughs> that addresses this. Can I request to do a certain activity which is not listed in his or her profile, such as going to the zoo, amusement park, etc., etc.? So uh-huh. maybe under the etc. etc. There's like family events, yeah. baby showers. Uh, um, yeah. Yes, you you may do so. We will forward your request to him/her and get back to you soonest. 
So that means this one is not even you talking directly. You have to go through maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's the whole premise of the, sh- the website. Maybe that's why they call it maybe. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, you wanted you want to go to your family, is it? Is maybe, maybe. Maybe. And like you click on the profiles also, they have their age, their height, language, drinks, uh, social. I don't know what other kind of drinks there are. Um, availability Tuesday 1pm onwards Wednesday 5pm onwards About me Positive and easygoing Preference So it's just so weird But I mean Yeah this is really like I mean it's It's basically like Escort's page But with Actual pictures of the people's faces Yeah And it, and it, it seems a lot more Harmless Which Not, not to say that I support this Because I think this website Is hilarious But I do think There will be people Willing to pay and there will be people willing to sign up to go on these dates. Because you so when you're saying that there, are, there would be people, would you have been willing to do this back when you were, you know... You mean to pay or single? be someone on the profile? To pay, to pay. Oh, no, I won't. Why not? Uh, I mean, I have... I, I, I think I'm... I... I... I I I'll tread carefully. No, <laughs> I know what I'm thinking. I, 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 I don't want to sound too much like a douche, uh, but I also don't want to be too like short sell myself. I mean, to me, I do value authentic relationships. Mm-hmm. But the same thing I always uh, uh, remind myself is that I have never clicked on a Facebook or Google ad, or maybe I've clicked on like three in my whole life. Yeah. But there's enough of people out there who click enough to fucking give, give Facebook and Google billions of dollars. Uh. So whatever my preference are for a certain thing is definitely not reflective of others. And I think that that's the same for everyone. So even though I won't pay for this, I can see people paying for this. Maybe the girls need to be more super modely or the guys need to be more chiseled with abs. But even then, nowadays, the whole chiseled abs look, I think there are girls who don't, uh, girls or guys who don't prefer that. So, mm. so to me, it's like, yeah, if in, in, this, in this day and age where, imagine you grew up on social media and all your interactions are online, right? Meeting people might be something that can be a bit unsettling. Yeah. You know, so doing this and letting you interact with people who... By convention, by society's norms, are good looking. They might have the personality of a light bulb, but good looking just gives you practice. And like in Singapore, with so much wealth, yeah, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think back to those days when before getting married, everything. I mean, like being a single guy, and yeah, like you said, you know, it's hard to uh, have meaningful interactions with people if you aren't even getting past the Tinder, yeah. the Tinder chatting yeah. stage. And I think a lot of it is just being comfortable with the opposite sex or the same sex or over an intimate setting. Like. Yeah, and maybe like, even just realizing, oh, actually, I don't have to be fucking all these people. I just want to be friends with them. Possible yeah. as well. That, yeah. that, that actually might be healthy for people. Yeah. It's, a, it's the same argument why they say why you shouldn't ban porn because porn actually helps reduce violence in like hmm. men and stuff like that. Mm. I've, heard, I've heard that argument <laughs> oh, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. So, so there, there, there might be some social function for this that beyond the laughs that like oh you know this is escort service yeah there's some social function I mean because if you think about it, the whole first the whole dating process right like first dates I fucking hated first dates uh. yeah it's just I mean yeah you get nervous before the date isn't like, that the best part no <laughs> I mean okay if first date ends if up it goes in, well if it goes well but then again Singapore living situation living with parents makes like complicates the whole not about one night stand I'm uh, saying personality hey dude. I meant just sitting down and talking about life what, uh, what, parents, what do your parents have to do with because you can't talk loudly at home when they're there. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> no, but the, the the dating process, after a while, it became tiring. Uh, because like, like you, the first date is basically your entire being almost is being like like evaluated by this person you've never met before. But as you do, as you go on more first dates, you get, become comfortable with it. Uh. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I like like going back to when I was in uh, JC and like army when I was just like sports was my life and jocks and bros and shit. When you're yeah. an incel, basically. Eh, <laughs> you are putting all these. I can say I, I I would I'm not shy to say yeah involuntary celibate. No, but incel <laughs> is a very loaded term that has a lot of other implications. Okay, we just look at it at the at the from the term of like not being able to I was a, find someone yeah, to date. I was you know? a I was dateless. Uh. Yep. So and involuntarily celebrate. Yeah, involuntarily. Uh, no, but even then, the involuntary, involuntary, involuntary celibate. There's a whole movement of its own which I do not want to be associated with. But the fact is, yeah, dating to me in JC and Army was like non-existent. Uh. Partly because I was like, oh my god, what do you want to date? Blah blah blah. Yeah. So you've got shit tons of money, and you have these people who you know look cool and like have that kind of, just I don't know, not to say that these are the the this epitome of what should be desirable in your date la. but but I think just by how we are programmed by pop culture and all that the 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 better looking someone is the more unnerving I think it yeah. can be when you are but under under dating apps out there where you can actually pay a premium on top of what is the normal tier and you are guaranteed to go on some dates yeah like that, right? yeah but they might not be good looking right? You think about it you like you don't get the choice, basically. No, you do get a choice, but how you say? Uh, this one is almost guaranteed. If you can pay that much, right, you can have a date with this person regardless of who you are and what you look like. Mm. Whereas dating profiles is still a mutual thing. Oh, it still needs to be mutual. Yeah, it still needs oh, to be mutual. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, to me, this sounds. It doesn't sound like it's something completely new either. I'm sure people have toyed with the idea. It's just that this one seems to have they 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 went rather than start as a dating app and then go towards you know the escort services side of the spectrum yeah. they probably started more at the escort services side and then started to inch a towards a few months ago apps. remember there was this one asshole website that even used my picture and put like oh, yeah, yeah, ha- yeah, have yeah. a have a meet and greet yeah. with Harish for $200 yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah, correct, correct. and like that was a shitty ass website yeah. Uh, and it was just an apparently experimental website. I can't, I can't remember the name can't of the website. Name, but basically, they took photos from all the big influencers in Singapore, yeah. uh, plastered them over the website saying that, oh, if you want to hang out with whoever, have lunch with whoever, this is how much it will cost. And then after that, they'll gauge interest from there. And then maybe after that, they might approach you if there was a big enough crowd. But to me, it's just unethical because it merely just, there's no, cons- there's no, they didn't seek permission from these people to have their photos splashed on the website. Yeah, but that essentially sold time with these influencers. La. So yeah. now it's almost combining that with an escort service. Yeah. And and kind of, yeah. That's why, I mean, even by the looks of the website, right, it's not the best looking website. So chances are it's probably some a small group of people who know these people individually. And think about it, if you're like a 18 to 21 year old getting $140 for two hours where you get to eat and drink whatever you want in a public space, why not? Yeah, actually, what if you're thinking of like, let's say you're doing a com- comedian or something like that, and you want to practice your stand-up, it might be good to put yourself on a website like that so that you can go out for two hours with someone and then yeah, be forced comedy, to entertain them. Comedy one-on-one is very different from and, a group. Right? And, you gotta get, and you get paid to do it as well, to practice your lines. That's pretty cool, right? I think maybe, maybe less so of a comedian, maybe an actor. So you just uh, imagine yeah. for those two hours you're going to be like, a Casanova or the yeah. other two hours you're going to be someone else the girlfriend hey, dude, maybe I should, I, should, I should put myself this one got 80 minutes yeah you get, you get <laughs> paid but you are fucking 35 who the hell would want to go on a 30 
I'll attract all like the Indian aunties, aunties. <laughs> wanting to like match me, me with their daughters and all. And the activities will come to you. Oh, we're going to yeah. we're going to hang out with my daughter. Yeah, and to people who think that oh, you know how can you say this? Singapore Indians are all modern. No, like some of my aunties still try and set me up with like God knows people from from where. Not to say that that's that's uh, a horrible thing because yeah, and this is a topic for another discussion. Maybe arranged marriage is the way to go. But yeah, we'll leave that for another thing. But yeah, the the whole thing about like who would buy a date with a thirty five year old guy? Yeah, actually, okay, well, maybe I I'll just see whether I can put myself there. Yeah, no harm, right? Just yeah, no harm. Man. What's the worst that could happen? You get a free meal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Free meal, free drinks. Two God hours. Damn, that's fast. Two hours, hundred bucks. Yeah, and yeah. like if they need me to post in some pouty pouty kind of look, that one no problem also. Yeah. Oh, not bad. Yeah, check it out maybe. So. We have covered Tosh, we've covered maybe.sg. Now it's time for our weekly shock thing of the week. Yeah. Which one is where, thing. Yeah, one shock thing, which is where both Terrence and I surprise each other with with one thing that we saw in the past week, which we think is so awesome that we want to share it with whoever's listening to this. Yeah. So Terrence, you wanna go first? Though so, I mean the one thing that really caught my attention this past week was uh DJI, the company that's known for making drones, has come out with a brand new action camera. That is apparently is even better than the GoPro Seven because it's a big deal to me because like like action cameras. I think a lot of people, the only brand that you might ever have heard of is GoPro, and now DJI has come forward and put forth a an action camera with a selfie screen at the front that makes it so much more easy to use to take to get your selfies and and awesome videos of yourself. Like um, there's a selfie the screen in front. Yeah, so it's like. You know, the days of just pointing a camera and hoping that it captured you and then you check the footage and you realize, oh shit, it got my forehead. Those days are over, man. But but the resolution, how does it compare? It's as good, if not better, than the GoPro 7. So it's 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 I think it's gonna be quite a game changer for action cameras. Can't oh. wait to can't wait to do a vlog about this, even though we don't even do vlogs, but 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 how how much how much is it? Cheaper than a GoPro Seven. That's why competition is good, lah. Let's let's just. So DJI is a Chinese the drone Taiwanese company. company. You know the one that yeah, I know. They but are they drones. Taiwanese or Chinese? Chinese, Chinese. Oh, yeah. so they're gonna harvest all your selfies and yeah, for their and, own. And, and hopefully Google doesn't stop supporting them like Huawei. Yeah. If we don't go down the road, this would be this is my one shock thing. Okay, cool. My one shock thing is uh is uh a content creator from the US whose name is Charles Cornell. So what he does is that he plays little snippets of videos from people like Cardi B or Trump Tweet, but he plays music on his keyboard that matches the tone of what's being said. And it's so awesome. It's hard to describe without, uh, without you guys seeing it. So check him out on Instagram, Charles Cornell Studios, C-H-A-R-L-E-S, Charles Cornell, C-O-R-N-E-L-L Studios. And basically, now after watching him kind of uh, play his keyboard along with Cardi B's ridiculous Instagram video, and you watch the original Cardi B video, it just sounds like it's missing something. So he's gone viral over the past couple of weeks and it's insane, man. Yeah, I've seen it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So with that... We have come to the end of the podcast. Yeah, another episode. Uh, we are... This is only the fifth episode and we're going to keep doing this every week. We're going to try and get guests in. But we also want this to, to grow as organically and as authentically as possible. So if you have any feedback, if you think there's anything we can do better or do more of, 
please let us know. You can DM us on Instagram, message us on Facebook, just send us a pigeon, whatever. And remember to find us on iTunes and and Spotify. And on Spotify, Spotify, yeah. yeah like as of last week, we we're on Spotify. And do the good thing and rate us. Yeah, that will help us a lot. Alrighty, talk to you guys next week. Peace. Adios.